So not too long ago, I was talking with some person that was busy saying that, uh, you know, men always objectify women. You know, we call it a dick appointment. You guys call it a booty call. So I decided to go to uh, our very good people, the English people. And I figured, you know, let me go and borrow a couple of words from that. So instead of calling it a booty call, just to make some of y'all happy, we shall use derriere appointment, requisition for the buttocks, an invitation to beat or an invitation to ride, and my personal favorite, Bum Bum Express, or should I say Pum Pum Express. Anyways, we should get this podcast on the road. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one podcast show where we give you the best in break time news. This is last week was interestingly fucked by the way considering the number of fuckery cases that are there by the way nothing of this sort is that much fire starting us off uh it's not gonna be the usual you know one pick from kenya where this podcast originally originates or and and then you find something a bit more regional and then something global at this point in time it's gonna be all global at this point because some news i just couldn't let go of and kicking us off is a Kenyan in the UK, known as Mr. Kenyan Masharia, has apparently been coming out, like the guy was supposed to come back to Kenya. But now here's the thing. He went, he talked to his people, because he's a rugby player, he plays for a team in Bristol. And he was like, oh, you know, because the LGBTQ situation in Kenya ain't so good, I need you guys to go find me a way out, like, let me stay here. And... He managed to get the team to go and secure about 100,000 signatures from fans, teammates, and so on, so that he could remain. Now, the thing is, I've never really been the biggest fan of people who say this, although he does kind of have some truth. LGBTQ isn't allowed in Kenya. And in addition to that, he's not in the best possible situation considering that he was in a country that openly allowed it. So, you know, you could PDA when you're gay and no one will bring any shit to you. At least not openly, that is, unless it's one of these extremists. Because he's in the UK. But now he's like, oh, you know, this is Kenya that I'll be going back to. And they might not be so good. They'll imprison me. They'll prosecute me for my choice of lover. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I might even get lynched by a mob. Of which he kind of does have some truth. Now, the guy managed to secure 100,000 signatures. That means 100,000 people went out of their way and they were like, sign off, let this guy remain in the UK. But at the same time, I was thinking about it. It could have just been 10,000 signatures or at least 10,000 people that forged 10 different signatures and names. I wouldn't blame them for it. If you want to keep someone, you know, you do whatever it takes. Because there's this whole idea of, you know, if you're a Kenyan and you are having this whole scenario where... Like, you are not, how would I call it? You're not straight. I'm not saying that LGBTQ people are crooked, but you're not straight. And because you have interests besides, you know, a different away team, probably you're into transgenders or you're into the same sex, you'll always assume that, you know, you're going to be treated badly and unfairly. And there is some truth to that. Because let's be honest, our society does not react very well to LGBTQ. 
And it's something that we have known for years as Kenyan people. We are probably not going to accept it for the longest time. And even when the president was asked about it, like the guy was like, it's not that I won't, I just can't. Like the social construct doesn't allow me to allow such a law to pass, which does make sense. It was the best answer he gave. And and that was during some, I think, CNN interview that he did about a year, year and a half ago. Or, and he was being asked why he's not, you know, legalizing LGBTQ+. Now, here's the thing that I still find a bit odd. This guy spoke so badly. Well, I won't say spoke so badly, but he kind of mentioned the situation in Kenya is really bad. And these guys aren't very nice when it comes to LGBTQ people, which is true for the most part. But here's the thing with Kenya. If you're in Kenya by the like, you know for a fact that not everything that is deemed illegal is actually illegal. It's an if-if. Now, there's a bit of an issue situation. It's like corruption. It's not legal, but it still happens. It's like weed. It's not illegal, but it still happens. Now, when you talk about something like LGBTQ, it's not illegal, but it happens as well. And... When someone starts talking about it in this light, I'm like, you know what? Come to Kenya. Talk to people who've been in Kenya for years. We'll give you a bit of insight. So one of the easiest ways to tell you this is, you know, there's gay clubs. There's gay strip clubs in Kenya, in Nairobi. Like you can survive as a gay person in Kenya very well. You'll just have to, you know, pull one of those vigilante superhero moves and be all low-key about it. So no PDAing and... Let's be very honest, PDA to a certain extent is also illegal in Kenya. So, yeah, so no PDAing. You know, if you want to do your shit, do your shit in private or among other gay people. No one will ever bring slack for you there. So it kind of makes your whole situation a lot better when it comes to bringing a lot of things that you may find illegal, legal to this country. So if you want to be gay... There's gay clubs. There's places where a lot of gay people chill out. Go find that out. Go chill out with people there. You'll find a couple of boyfriends, you know, who probably fit the description of what it is that you like in a man, whatever the hell that is. And you'll be able to move on properly. Just stop saying that Kenya is this barbaric country. We're not barbarians. We won't kill you. We might throw you to jail. We might do a lot of things, but we won't necessarily kill you because we're sort of nice people. Plus, if you go to fairly uptown urban areas no one's ever really gonna give much of a flying shit what it is that you do with your body parts provided that you're not in an apartment and screaming for every single person that your potential fuck buddy's name you know like ken george ken george ken georgie no one's gonna bring an issue for you unless you're doing any of that of which even though they bring an issue for the most part they'll just look at you funny they won't really say anything because people, at the end of it, will still be pussies to some extent. Although that aside, now, moving it on. So, the UK has a new prime minister. His name's Boris Johnson. And if you don't know who Boris Johnson is, you can Google him. And if you think he looks like Donald Trump, you're not the only one. This guy is like the UK version of Donald Trump. It's kind of the same way, if you look into Marvel Comics, there's Captain England, or Captain London, I think. Just the same with as a Captain America. Like, this guy looks so much like Donald Trump. If you put them side by side, you'll just wonder why Boris Johnson hasn't combed his hair 
the same way Donald Trump has. And that doesn't stop the resemblance. These guys also have a thing for making very controversial statements and, you know, like picking a fight here and there with people, which usually ends with them telling them something very bitter. Now, people think that, you know, like this guy is super controversial. Why did the queen, you know, approve of him and all that, considering that he was elected and everything? Frankly, at this point in time, I don't think the queen really cares. This is her 14th prime minister ever since she took power. Now, think about that very well. By the time you get to number seven, whatever the hell you are, whoever the hell you are, you're pretty much tired. So whoever it is, you're like, oh, well, they're going to fuck up the country anyways. So you know what? Let's just let them through. The people have decided. And frankly, she, you know, she accepted him. She didn't even bother. You know, she greeted him well. She was like, okay, you're not the new prime minister, blah, 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 no issues. Because frankly, she doesn't care. And I wouldn't blame her. You know, she's pretty much beyond most people's retirement ages and she's still in power i i wonder why the hell she doesn't just let this go she's almost like hitler but you know a bit more liberal considering that they both could be german anyways that aside now the interesting bit about boris johnson is his girlfriend now he has a girlfriend called carrie simmons and if i mention some of these facts please tell me if it refers to a tv series you might know of they met while he was on a campaign trail because she was handling communications for the political party and he was the leader and they've been together ever since. They've been spending a lot of time together. He spent a lot of time at her place. She's spent a lot of time at his place. If that doesn't scream scandal, I don't know what the hell it is you think it would have been screaming because this is like the scandal book but in real life. This woman is pretty much like Olivia Pope. It's just that no one really knows who she is that well. And let's be honest, if this guy is PM, people will already know who she is at this point. She's pretty much going to become the fixer for the UK because this is a story straight out of scandal. But nonetheless, if you ever do get a chance, go, go watch that series. It's a very interesting series on power plays and so on. But for the most part, she actually also kind of has the same body figure as Melania Trump, you know, like fairly petite, not too much in the limelight. And, you know, you have someone right next to you that you call a partner that makes a lot of noise for absolutely no reason at all. And let's be honest, I don't really mind the whole scandal reference. The only thing is, I don't see why the hell the UK had to go and pull a Trump. Now they're going to look like they're copying the US on everything which doesn't look too good. But anyway, speaking of the US, we need to move on to a very interesting US matter. A certain US celebrity was, or should I say, has been locked up in a Swedish prison because of an altercation with some of the Swedish people when he went for a show. The celebrity I'm talking about is ASAP Rocky. If you don't know who ASAP Rocky is, I'm going to give you a second to Google. Okay. Now that you've already Googled who he is, ASAP Rocky went, had an altercation and luckily for the most part it was recorded. So it kind of shows that, you know, the people that he had an altercation with, aka fought with, were, you know, bringing some issues for him and his crew and guys weren't entirely up for that whole story. And he kind of had to react in self-defense, even though the guy has some big ass bounces with him. 
considering the the amount of force that the guy had to use it wasn't even that bad like he could like these guys probably could have pulled a gun and shot him you know and i mean asap rocky's people would have pulled a gun and actually shot these guys not because they're black but because security is very very key for anyone now this guy's been put in a swedish prison for three weeks you know celebrities from the u.s have been trying to appeal to the president to try and get him out so the likes of kanye west and kim k went up and they were like oh you know this isn't a very good thing that's happening to one of our people and he should you know be brought back so trump was like you know if that's what you think then i'll see what i can do guy goes supposedly talks to the swedish prime minister and then eventually just happens to tweet that you know i've spoken to these guys and they'll take good care of him and treating him well well then all of a sudden the swedish prime minister comes up and is like uh so according to our law we can't exactly interfere with the justice system so us politicians can't do shit of which that kind of seemed like pie to the face but let's be frankly honest about one thing this is sweden we're talking about one of the scandinavian countries that barely has people to lock up i bet it's like a resort that it's just that you don't have as much freedom if you were to go to youtube and search for top 10 most luxurious prisons scandinavian countries have really really good prisons and i'm being super serious about this go and check well actually netherlands is even the best example of this they had so much free space in the name of you know like prisoner areas they pretty much have started importing prisoners they're like you know what we have too much space we're not using it for anything if you guys have prisoners bring them by our way like that's how good they are frankly Dutch people are just nice at this point in time. But at the same time, when you look at some of the prisons that these guys have, they're actually not bad. They seem to treat you really, really well. So honestly, for what it's worth, it's probably not the five-star experience that ASAP Rocky wanted. But all in all, you know, it's a Swedish prison. It's probably not that bad. These guys probably even have access to a gym. They have access to luxury beds. You know, the beds are made of wood. It's not bunkers. They probably get a swimming pool to swim on and jack like that. But frankly, that has been it from me, Sir Denver B, a.k.a. Kevin James. If you guys want to hit us up, it is on Instagram at breaktime underscore website. You can give me your thoughts. You can give me your two cents. Now, let me let you get back to that work. Always put that progress in that process or beat the prevention. See you later, guys.